Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. DJ Welcome back to my podcast. I hope you are all having a great week. I'm so happy it's the weekend. I really just need a day off. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty excited for this weekend. I really don't have anything planned. I'm just excited to play Animal Crossing all weekend. Like, it's going to be great. (laughs) Anyways... So this week, I wanted to talk about Grizz. He is a pretty big influence in the EDM world, and he's also part of the LGBTQ plus community, and he has done a lot of charity work in the LGBTQ plus community. So that's another reason why I wanted to talk about him, because it is still Pride Month. So yeah, just wanted to focus on an artist in that community. So, let's get into it. So, Grant, professionally known as Grizz, was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. And according to his website, he grew up on a healthy diet of American funk, golden age hip-hop, and dance music. The curious producer who first began making future-forward music during his formative years at Michigan State University only to predominantly abandon the classroom for the dance floor. And the fun-loving dude who's the life of the party at every damn party. So I thought that was a great kind of like description of who he was. Um, Pretty much just tells you like he grew up in like, you know, Detroit, Michigan, where there was a lot of funk music, hip-hop, dance music. So he was really influenced by a lot of stuff. And he pretty much brought all that influence into his music and you can definitely hear it with his like style of music um but as a kid grizz said that his main influence and like what got him interested in music was the disney movie fantasia he said that he would watch the movie on repeat and loved all the music in it so that is what initially like kind of sparked his interest in music He was 14 when he first got into electronic music, and that was when he really decided that he wanted to learn how to make music. He started off listening to the early, like, glitchy type music in the EDM world. During high school is when he first started to explore the music world and started to, like, pick up different instruments and eventually decided on the saxophone. And then going a little out of order, but (laughs) back in middle school is when he first realized that he was gay when he had a crush on Tuxedo Mask, who was a character in the show Sailor Moon. Growing up, he said he had a hard time figuring out what it meant to be gay and kind of just didn't really understand it a whole lot. Then when he went to high school, he just like didn't have any role models, so he was a little lost back then. After going to college is when he really came out and like 
fully embraced himself. He met other people in the LGBTQ plus community who ultimately helped him embrace it and like find himself. While in college, Grizz was really starting to create music and was putting a lot of music out on SoundCloud. Music is what gave him the feeling of safety and it was a way for him to connect with the world, which is why he loved producing music. And then the more he put his music out on SoundCloud, the more recognition he started to get. And he actually started to have people reach out to him saying that they found him on SoundCloud and then like they were like emailing him or whatever. And they wanted to like book him for gigs. He was so surprised and excited when people started to reach out to him and he was like, you want to pay me money to play my music for you? (laughs) He was very shocked and he said that he, I mean, these gigs, they weren't paying much, but he found a way to go. (laughs) So he was paying out of his pocket to travel, to go to these little gigs that he was getting all to get like 50 to to $100 for the gig. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't much, but he enjoyed it so much, it was worth it to him. With all of these opportunities popping up, he found himself extremely busy and traveling all the time because everything just kind of snowballed. So that eventually led to him quitting school because he was just traveling so much for all the gigs. And he pretty much decided that he wanted to pursue music full-time. After three years of touring is when he booked his career-altering opening slot. He went on tour and was the opener for Grammatic. And then everything pretty much just fell into place from there. Also, he started to get a lot more recognition and was pumping out more and more music. And like him going on tour with Grammatic just opened him to a whole different audience and a larger audience as well. One of his famous projects that he does is Grismas, and he started Grismas as a way to give back to the community that gave so much to him. He's donated a lot of money to various LGBTQ plus community programs and other charities. I know he donates a lot to com- communities and like charities in Detroit as well. And he actually eventually got a sponsorship with MeUndies for their Pride Month campaign. Then, last year in 2019, he released his very highly anticipated Ride Waves album, which was pretty much influenced by the idea that nothing is forever and life is temporary. He took a social media hiatus when writing this album so that he can focus 100% of his time and energy into the album. Grizz is a huge figure in the EDM world with his sax-infused music and he has really paved the way for more live instrumentation in DJ sets. Granted, there are DJs like, you know, Big Gigantic that have been doing it for a while, like before Grizz, but I feel like Grizz made it a little more, like, mainstream, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. 
I don't know. I just like feel like more people know Grizz, if that makes sense. I don't know. Don't come at me. But <laughs> yeah, that's just how I like kind of see it. Anyway, <laughs> that was pretty much all I had on Grizz. Um, there was a good amount of information out there about him. Um, not too many like press releases about his like albums. I didn't realize that he literally has like six full albums. That's a lot of music. He, he has a lot. And like his first one came out in 2011. So yeah, he's been pumping out music nonstop. So I do have some quick announcements for this week. It looks like the first round of drive-in events happened. I saw some videos on Dr. Fresh's page. You know, I give them props for doing what they can. I don't know. It just, I was looking at the videos and it just looks kind of awkward. I don't know. But, I don't know. I would like low-key be down to go but all these driving events are in like Arizona or other states and that would be a mission coming from like California I mean I guess I could rent a car but like it's expensive to rent a car if you're under the age of 25 so (laughs) I don't know about that also I'm concerned about people driving under the influence like I don't know I feel like a concert in your car It's just kind of, I don't know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) anyways, like I'm sure they probably have rules and like, who knows, maybe alcohol isn't even like served there and like, maybe you can't even bring it in, but I don't know. That's just like a concern I have for the drive-in events, but you know, I still give them props for trying to do it. I know Insomniac is throwing a drive-in event with Seven Lions. I think it's at the end of next month. Um, And that one's in Arizona as well. More events are getting 100% canceled. Lost Lands slash Excision has been very, very quiet about everything. And so has Insomniac with their future events coming up like EDC Orlando and then EDC Vegas. I feel like both of them are going to wait until the very last minute to say something, but for Lost Lands, they better not wait too long because your girl needs to cancel an Airbnb. (laughs) So hopefully they, I don't know, hopefully they start getting the ball rolling a little bit and making some final decisions, at least for Lost Lands. I'm not really sure about Insomniac and like, I think we all know Pasquale will wait until the last minute like he did with the EDC Vegas. So I guess we'll see what happens with Lost Lands. I don't know. It's considering Bonnaroo was going to be that same weekend and Bonnaroo got 100% canceled. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to believe that it's going to get canceled, but I just have to like accept it at this point. But again, who knows? It is Ohio, so I don't know. (laughs) Also, I think it's funny how in my episodes earlier this year, I would always say, like, make sure you book stuff that's refundable because you never know what's going to happen. And 
it's a good thing I booked that way because yeah at least I can still get like refunds for my Airbnb anyways that was pretty much all I have for you today <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode again if you have a suggestion on someone you want me to discuss let me know follow me on Instagram at DJ underscore soups follow me on Twitter at DJ soups I will get better about updating my Spotify playlist. I just, since quarantine happened, I've just kind of been finding it hard to update it. I don't know. I don't know. This whole situation's weird. Anyways, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.